I was talking to a client the other day and she was super frustrated because she'd been doing a lot of traveling. She'd been so busy in her business and she has all these goals around her appearance and weight loss and things that she wanted to do. And she just said to me, she was like, just tell me the three things. What are the three things I'm doing wrong that I should change to make everything work for me? Well, that's quite the challenge. So listen in and hear what I came up with for her. Hey there, Kelly Howard here, and thank you so much for joining me today. Today's episode came from one of my clients who was just super exasperated by getting burned out on what she was doing, and she just wanted to know how to, like, quote-unquote, fix her fitness so it doesn't have to keep happening to her. Listen in and let me know what you think. So, my friend who remains unnamed, but she was my client I was talking about that wanted to know basically the cliff notes. What are the cliff notes? And I thought about it. And now these may not be your cliff notes, but they are the cliff notes that work for an awful lot of people that I work with because most of the people I'm working with, they're women, they're successful, they're busy, they've got a super full life, and they're just so busy doing, 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 coming up with more things that they should be doing that overwhelm just just gets them. So here's my quick take on this. First thing is, is that I think a lot of times we just do too much. And not just when it comes to work or taking care of the family or all of those other things, but we do too much when we decide that it's time to get our health in order, or it's time to lose weight, or it's time to eat better, or whatever, whatever that declaration is, it gets made. It Instead of being, okay, I think it's time for me to clean up my diet, it becomes, I've got to clean up my diet right now. And it just becomes this huge thing. There's so much pressure that we put on ourselves when we make something really, really big and really, really important. And so I challenged her to take one thing that she really wanted and just dial it back a little bit. And that seems like such a kind of a loser thing to do, right? Like, aren't we supposed to just decide what it is we want and just like go all in, just full, you know, Katie bar the door. And I'm not so sure if that's a really good idea all the time, because what happens is that when we go and we're trying to, we're trying to change a habit or add a new habit to our lives, when we go in and we just go in super hard and super fast, then a couple of things can happen. One of them is we have burnout. Like you just hit the wall quick. Another thing that happens is that if you start, let's say you start a new exercise program and you're really going hard, your possibility of injury is higher if you haven't been taking care of yourself before. So it really is better to start smaller. And no one, no one that I work with wants to hear that either because everybody wants to have, well, instantaneous results, right? Isn't that what we get in our life? And and no one, like actually one of my friends, when I was talking to her about this, literally took her fingers, stuck them in her ears and started doing the na-na-na thing because she was like, I do not want to hear that this is going to take me three months or six months or whatever it is. But think about just like bringing it back just a little bit, you know, like just bring it back a little bit. And you've probably heard me say it before. Think about that word, no. Like, we are so busy, busy, busy doing shoulds and do's and need to's that sometimes you just need to stop and just say, no, I don't think I can help with that. That's all I'll say about that right now. 
But for all my friends who I've talked about the big no with them, think about it. Just say no. I don't think I can help you with that right now. Uh, the next one is not knowing your why. And I know you've heard me say this a thousand times because I'm so, I'm so driven by wanting people to know their why. I had a client I was working with lately and she, she wanted to lose weight. And every time I asked her why, she was like, well, you know, I need to look good in my wedding dress. And I'm like, you know, that's true because that, that is something that people tend to want. But is that really what's driving that why inside you? Like, is that really what's driving you? And about the third week we started chatting, I was like, okay, convince me, convince me that your big why in life right now is to look good in your wedding dress. She got all, I mean, she got kind of teary eyed and no, she got really teary eyed, quite frankly. And she's like, no, it, it really isn't looking good in the wedding dress. It's the fact that I want to have a family and I'm afraid that if I don't lose weight and keep it off, then when I have my children, I'm not going to be able to to play with them and do all the things that they want to do as well as I could if I was in better shape. I'm like, now that is a real why. I mean, that that gives her something that is not this fleeting intangible of looking good in a wedding dress. It gives you something to really look forward to and to make decisions around. I mean, that's the reason you ask what your why is. For her, the decisions were like, she tends to eat too much sugar and she knows it. And she also tends to not exercise consistently and she knows it. So now that we're working with the the real why, like the why that in a year from now, she is not only going to have looked good in her wedding dress, but she's going to feel good when she has her first baby. And then she'll be able to, you know, play with her kids and do all the things that she wants to do. Like that's such a big difference if you think about it. Like it's a really big difference. I know another friend, I was speaking with her and it's like, so what's your why? Like she'd lost a lot of weight and she was just, you know, wanting to become more active and do more things like that. And like the things that she really wanted to do. And I said, what's your real why? And she said, well, really, all I really want to do is travel. I love traveling. When she said when she was super heavy, she couldn't travel. Like she just simply couldn't travel. It was physically impossible. And now that she'd lost all the weight, now she wanted to get to that point where she was strong and felt great and could go go to France and, and or go to Switzerland, actually, is where she wanted to go. Go to Switzerland and do a five-day hike through the Alps. You know, do those things that she really has been dreaming about doing. And that drives her. I mean, it's a good driver. And it's that thing that she keeps in front of her she keeps in front of her, literally in front of her computer and reminds herself that she wants to go travel and to do it, she has to feel great and be in the right type of shape. So that's the next one. Number two is, you know, know your why. And then the number three one is the problem is when you don't have micro goals and a micro goal is something really like small, tangible, that you know you've achieved. And so it, it kind of, you know, gives you that little thrill. It's like, for me, I'm, <laughs> I'm like such a to-do list person. I can't help myself. I'll write a to-do list. And then if there's something that I get knocked off my to-do list that wasn't on my to-do list, don't tell anyone. I write it on my to-do list and then I scratch it off. Like, you know, I'm that, that driven by small incremental wins, which is what that is. And that's all a micro goal is too, is it's just a small 
incremental win. So give yourself the present of putting yourself out there with some small incremental wins. Like, um, let me come up with an example right now. Well, I mean, a great example is that my friend that I was talking about who wanted to, she thought she wanted to look good in her wedding dress. One of her micro goals became eating in a way that like eating for a week, first time, and then it was two weeks. And then it was actually, she ended up doing, I think, 30 days without sugar. And so her goal at the end of that was 30 days without sugar. There's just a little micro goal, but what it did was it allowed her to completely change the way she thought about how she ate because she thought she had to have, like it was a nutritional requirement for her to have pasta, rice, bread, potatoes, you know, all of those things that are really, you know, really sugar when you knock them all down. She had to have those at every meal practically. And when she learned that she didn't have to, that micro goal of being sugar-free for 30 days was able to turn her around. And I mean, she's, she's a normal person. So like, it's not something that she's going to do for the rest of her life because she doesn't want to do burnout because she does enjoy, you know, her pasta. But she also knows that now she's had one little micro goal. Her next micro goal, she said, was to start hiking. So she was going to do like some three and five mile hikes. And, and so just like little things that you can shoot for. So think about that. Like that one little question that my friend asked me, my client asked me, which was, what are the three biggest mistakes and how can you change them? Just super quick. Remember, you don't want to do too much. If you put too much on your plate, you put too much on your workout schedule, you put too much um, pressure on how you're going to eat, you're going to experience burnout. Like we're humans and as we're changing our habits, you have to learn to to give yourself a little bit of a break. I mean, we really do. Be softer on yourself. Be caring and be gentle, okay? So cut back a little bit on all those things that you've got to do. And then ask yourself, why? Why is it that I want to do whatever it is? I know today I agreed with my cycling partner that I was going to do a century ride with him next year. I was like, why? Why did I just agree to do that? That's just going to hurt. But I mean, my real why with that is I do like doing that. I mean, it's fun for me if I train and it's going to force me to do the training that I need to do. So it it gives me a reason to ride further than, you know, I normally would. So, you know, what's your why? And it can be something as silly as what I just said, Um, or it could be something really as big as wanting to be able to play with your kids in five years or 10 years. And then the last piece is give yourself some micro goals, some really little simple things that when you reach them, you can reward yourself. Thank you so much for being here with me and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much again for joining me today. If you're listening when we go live, you really need to come over to our Fit, Free and Fabulous coaching series. It is completely free and you can jump in anytime. If you happen to be listening a little later, you can find the entire series on our website at fitisfreedom.com. It's a full month of weekly coaching and Q&As, completely free. Please join me. You'll love it. And if you're already one of our awesome subscribers, we'll be sending you a private invitation every week. And if you aren't, just go over to the fitisfreedom.com website, scroll down, and you will see where you can get an invitation. Thank you for listening. And of course, a week cannot go by without me saying a very big and heartfelt thank you to Riley and all the guys at podigy.co. 
I consistently get kudos from other podcasters on the quality of our audio, and it is, of course, 100% Podigy.co that makes it happen. If you have a podcast or you're thinking about one, make sure you check them out. They make my life so easy. Have a wonderful week. Make sure you grab your invite off the website, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.